Hey, it's Jason here. I've got something special to share with you today. Earlier this month, Travis and I hosted the Big Leap Livecast. It was a live online event where we interviewed eight speakers from our upcoming Camp Indie event and asked them to share their personal story and their best advice for taking the leap from conventional lifestyle to a location-independent lifestyle, a travel-based lifestyle, working on something that you love and building something for yourself. And we were blown away by the advice they shared. And as soon as we started hearing all this incredible value and advice these speakers were giving, we thought we have to share this on the Location Indie podcast. So even if you weren't there during the live cast, you're here now. We've broken this up into eight different episodes. And in this one, you're going to hear from one of our speakers about how they took a big leap in their own lives. And whatever big leap is next for you, you're going to get some advice on how to tackle that in this show. So you are in for a treat. Before we dive in, don't forget, check out Camp Indie, I-N-D-I-E.com, CampIndie.com, and get your ticket to the world's most fun conference before March 1st, because the ticket prices are going up. And this is a conference that we are hosting, Travis and I are hosting, at a summer camp. Yes, you're going to get to go to summer camp and hang out with a bunch of amazing people, get plugged into a community that can help you take your next big leap because they say, hey, leap and the net will appear. But you know, isn't it smarter if the net's already there? And that net is a community that will support you. And that's what you'll find at Camp Indy. So come hang out, eat some s'mores, do some wakeboarding, shoot some archery, come to the 80s dance party. We have a ton of stuff going on there. It's going to be a blast. Hope to see you there. Okay. Without further ado, let's get into the interview. Thanks for listening. Awesome. Hey, Trudy. Hey, what's up? How are you? I'm good. I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> We're excited to have you. And um, yeah, I, I don't know if you got to tune in uh, at the last interview. You're our second guest today. So um, we just got a, a really great formula for leaping. And um, we're excited to hear your story because everybody's got, as we talked about, as we went into the, everybody's got their own unique story, their own unique perspectives and the things that, that sort of maybe works for them or that they've noticed on their journey that can be valuable to others. And that's what we wanted to share today. So um, anyway, hi. Yeah. hi. <laughs> We're going to drop your, uh, drop your website in the chat box. But uh, while I'm doing that, do you want to share a little bit about what you do? And um, we're so excited that you're coming to Camp Indy. So we want to talk a little bit about that uh, later. Yeah. But yeah, cool. just, just, yeah, share a little bit. Yeah. So I am a business coach and impact strategist for folks who want to do business and put their values like right smack in the center of what they do. Um, so I work with people, a lot of people who are coming out of like, or who have big hearts around like activism and social justice, who want to start a business or who want to grow a business and brand and are trying to do it in a way that really amplifies the kind of impact that they want to make in the world so that they don't feel like they're sacrificing um, profit or money or the real things that we need or like, their ability to travel or their ability to have fun 
or like make a difference in the world. A lot of people feel like they have to choose one or the other and um, you just don't. Um, So I help people kind of figure out how to do that. And then I also work with like bigger brands in the coaching industry um, who have bigger platforms and like work with lots of people to help them figure out how to elevate the impact in their business and bring more things like diversity, equity, and inclusion into their work. Um, So that's like a big part of what I do. Um, And it's really fun. And I just love the people that I get to meet like along the way. Yeah, that's what we were just saying. We were like, oh, we're so lucky to be in a circle with all of you somehow that we all get to hang out at Camp Indy, that we get to hang out here and have these types of conversations. And uh, one of the things you just mentioned that really stuck out is that you don't really have to choose one or the other. And I think that is kind of the essence of what we would maybe call lifestyle business, which sounds like a buzzy word, right? It's like, oh, lifestyle business. But it's not just about your lifestyle. It's also about you know, improving the lifestyle of other people. And that, and that sounds like that's really at the core of what you do. I'm curious how, or we're curious, I should say, how you got started and where you kind of were yeah. um, before all of this entrepreneurship type yeah. lifestyle stuff started for you. Yeah. So I was um, a very disgruntled employee <laughs> in the nonprofit industry. Okay. So, I worked in nonprofits. I worked in schools. Like I kind of came out of that, you know, that like social work field. Um, And I was working with populations of people who were like, you know, who had a lot of disadvantages and who lived in communities like the community that I grew up in, um, where there were just like a lot of odds against you. And so um, a combination of like my life experience, but also like my academic experience and, um, you know, things that I did along the way professionally put me in a position where I was running like departments and nonprofits, like running like community service divisions and like youth services and designing programs for people. And so I started like just side hustling because I developed this like expertise that people, you know, that was valuable to people. And so people started asking me, Hey, like, can you come and train our staff? Or, Hey, can you come and like help us fix this program? And I was like, sure, why not? <laughs> you know, like, cause I had a family to take care of. Um, I was actually a teen parent. And so like, I was always looking for ways to like make extra money. Um, so I got that like entrepreneurial bug like really early. And then also like, I just wasn't good at like showing up at nine o'clock in the morning for no reason. You know, like I just wasn't like, there was just a reality of my personality was that I just didn't fit within the confines of like a traditional, like, nine to five or organization. I didn't want to play those games around like hierarchy and like putting in your time. Like I just, Mm. that all just didn't make sense to me. Um, So, yeah. So I, you know, started to do a lot of side hustling, a lot of consulting, and then people started to actually ask me to help them do the same thing. Like, how can I, I have this experience. How do I leverage it? How can I sell it? Like, what can I do? And so I started teaching people how to do that. And, um, like the coaching world kind of unfolded (laughs) before my eyes, like all it takes is a couple of Google searches and you've like find your first coach or your first like really good business podcast and um like everything kind of like opens up like what it's like a door into a dimension and then all of a sudden like there are all these things to do and so I got hit hard and I just loved it and I love the people um but I found that like I found that the community actually was not um 
hadn't taken on some of these things that I had been doing in nonprofits and education for years. Um, There wasn't a big conversation around diversity in the coaching industry when I came into the field, you know, what, five years ago now. Um, There weren't conversations about how do you have a life, how do you design your life, but also make a big difference in the world. And then uh, that was like, that was happening. And then our social climate shifted for all the reasons that I don't need to say, <laughs> right? And um, all of a sudden, every single person, I think, you know, was confronted with like, I need to make some decisions about where I stand on some of these issues. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was a combination of like timing. I was in the right place at the right time and had the right experience to be able to facilitate a lot of that conversation for people. That's beautiful. And I mean, the timing never would have worked if, like you said, you didn't enter those dimensions. Right. And in order to enter, enter those dimensions, you had to start in the first place, right? So that's exactly. that's the the trick, the sort of the hidden um, the hidden doorways that you can never know about. Yep. That's actually that's absolutely right. What what was it for you, Trudy, then like to even get to the point where you were there and in front of people. And as you said, at the right place at the right time, but I'm guessing anytime you would have done it, it would have picked up for you, right? Just based on hearing you speak and, and, you know, just putting out there stuff that other people weren't thinking about or in a way that people weren't thinking about it. But what was like, what was the leap or what was one of the big leaps for you where it might've been scary? It might've been like, all right, I'm, I'm going to do this. I believe in it. I know I'm going to be able to help people. But like you mentioned, hey, I I got a family. I still need to make this work. I can't give everything up and just, you know, hope it works. So talk us through a little bit of like maybe the instance where it was this, I got to make a leap or I got to make a decision to do this. Totally. And what you were feeling and how you were able to then say, well, I'm going to do it. Yeah. So I always had actually the probably the first significant one was deciding to attend my first uh, WDS five years ago. Okay. I was like, yeah. So I was listening. I had been listening to a podcast call and probably people know the, the fizzle show. Um, so I was listening to that probably seven years ago and you know, they were talking about this thing called WDS and I'm like, what the heck is that? And like, I need like, just for context, I grew up in an urban community in Connecticut, very low income people like, I didn't know what WDS was. Nobody of my, none of my friends knew what WDS was. The idea of traveling across the country to go to this like event of like entrepreneurs and travelers was like absolutely wild. Like there was no reason for me to be there. You know what I mean? Like no natural way that I would have like just heard about it through the grapevine. So I started to look it up and I was like, I got to get there. And um, the first year, like, I looked at, I was like, I can't make that kind of investment. I can't pay that kind of money, not just for the ticket, but fly across the country. I live in Connecticut. Like I was like, I fly across the country to go and hang out with people that I don't know. Like, I don't know one single person there. Um, Pay for a hotel. Like I can't, like I couldn't bring myself to do it. So I I didn't go the first, the, you know, six years ago. And then it kept like working on me. Like it it wouldn't leave my mind. I was like, I got to figure this out. And so the next year, um, you know, I put my guy on the wait list and I saved up enough money just to buy the ticket. And I was like, I don't know how I'm going to fly there, but I'm just going to like buy the ticket and just like figure the rest out. And I did like bought the ticket, um, you know, scraped together money to like, 
fly across the country to Portland, um, got a hotel room. And I just like, it was so scary for me. I didn't I seriously didn't know one person there. Um, mm. people, I knew people's names, but like, you know, I wasn't connected online in the way that I am now. And, um, it changed my life. Like I came home and quit my job. Like, like seriously, um, I came home and like, I told the, uh, like my employer, I was like, okay, like I'm going part-time in September. And then by the end of the year, I'm going to be gone. And like, it happened. Like I left my job that year. Um, and I have been to every WDS since I have, um, I'll be back there this year for the final year. Yeah. 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 So like, we'll be hanging around around the campfire first though. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We're going (laughs) to spend, we're going to have so much time to hang out. Um, yeah. So that's like, it's uh, that, that leap, it took me a year to mentally prepare myself, not to Mm. just make that kind of financial investment, but energetic investment to be like, I'm going to fly across the country to be with a bunch of people that I don't know, to be in a place that's probably not as diverse as the kind of places that I value Mm. and like to be in. Um, you know, and I really embedded myself in that community. And like, since then I've gotten to know so many people, so many of the organizers I presented last year, I always have done meetups, but last year, like presented like an official like workshop. So yeah, you know, like it really shifted everything. Yeah. And I, it's so interesting. Like I didn't know that was your turning point. Right. And Jay and I shared earlier, uh, his turning point was the first WDS that he went to and met a bunch of people. Uh, mine yeah. was the third because that was the first one I went to and I met Jay. And and like we talked about, that's one of the reasons we decided to do camp because as this is the last year for, for yeah. a conference that we all love and all have said, this changed our lives. Like this put us Absolutely. not only in contact with people that we're still in contact with and, and our clo- some of our closest friends, but put us on a trajectory and a mindset that was totally different than, than maybe one we had back home you know, we felt almost an obligation to pick up the mantle a little bit and say, if someone else did this and put all this time and effort into an event that changed our lives, can we try to do the same thing for other people who are, who are in a similar spot to where we all were five, seven, 10 years ago. And, um, it was, it was the only reason we decided to do an event like this because we thought this is going to be a lot of work and, you know, and, and like the WDS team, they'll be the first to tell you that it's a crazy amount of work to to do something like this. The only reason you do it is because you feel called to do it. And, and that's, we said it's going to end. And, uh, we want there to be an event that some people have the same, that has the same impact on some people. And maybe 10 years down the road, they say, you know, this was, this was my turning point when I went to that first camp Indy. So, uh, Thank you for sharing that. What about for people then who want to make the leap? So they're sitting there and they're like, all right, Trudy, I'm in a similar spot. Like, I know I'm not uh, people are, when you were saying I, I was a horrible employee and you hated waking up, there's a bunch of people being like, yeah, me too. That's me. Yeah. Right. I think most of us would be awful employees or are awful employees because we're not geared that way. So if someone is that they're like, oh man, amen, preach it, Trudy. But what do I do? Like, how can I make this a reality? Is there some advice or or a few steps that you would say, start by doing this? Yeah. So first of all, just start (laughs) like that's, I think that's the most important thing. And for, for me and for a lot of the folks that I end up like working with, um, the the ability to like pack up your life and travel for a year and kind of figure out where you want to be just isn't something that like we can do. Right. So 
if you're trying to figure that out while you have real, you know, grown up obligations around like kids or bills or whatever, like just start small. What is the baby version, like the seed mm. version of that bigger vision? I think what paralyzes people is that the vision in your head is so big and you're like, how am I ever going to pull that off? Like, how am I going to have that kind of business? Or how am I going to be able to travel the world? Or how am I going to be able to do whatever? When, you know, you look at your day-to-day life and you're like, I am so far from that. So what's like the smallest thing that you can do? Can you take a long weekend and go and go somewhere you haven't gone before? Or can you sell one thing? (laughs) You want to start a business, like sell the one, the smallest version of it. Get one client that you see after work on a weekend, you know, a couple times a month, like just literally the smallest version. And you will be surprised at like how momentum will, what momentum will do for you. And like, you'll have the opportunity to see like, oh, this is possible. I can have two clients or I can take a full week or I can go and do this thing. You know, it was for me, definitely. It was like a slow build to like leave my job. I had to go down to part-time first. And then Mm -hmm. I, you know, then I left a couple of months later um, while I had built up my coaching and consulting practice. Right. So it was just like step by step. And then a couple months later, I took my son out of school so that we homeschool him so that we can have like total flexibility. So it's just really step by step by step. You don't have to take the pressure. Just take the pressure off of yourself of accomplishing the big vision tomorrow and just <laughs> like do the smallest thing that you can do. Mm-hmm. That's great. I mean, it sounds like part of that for you, too, was like kind of saying like, I'm going to get to this conference, whatever it takes, and then actually going. And that that kind of sounds like it, at that stage yeah. in your journey, that really ramped things up for you, huh? Yeah. And let me tell you, I was like, when, when I tell you, like, I was trying to figure out how to get to this conference, man, the, you know, tickets were like, what, 700 bucks? I don't even know. Similar to Camp Indy, like, you know, so I was, I remember taking vacation days from work so that I can go and work on a consulting project, like mm. for someone else. So I wasn't really on vacation. I was just working. And I like that money was dedicated for this trip. You know what I mean? So like I sacrificed my vacation. And there were many times in my life as I was building this that I had to do that. But it was just like that's I couldn't use the money from my regular paycheck because that was all accounted for. So I was like, I'm going to go and figure this out. And um, yeah, like, you know, just do what you got to do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you, you earned it, right? You, totally. you said, and, and, and that meant too, that, you know, you had been thinking about a year, you couldn't go that first, that first year that you wanted to go, right. you went the next one. And I think there's something to that, to, to working so hard to be able to get there and having it be in your mind for a year where you're like, when I get there, oh, I'm yeah. making every like use of this opportunity as much as possible. I'm going to go to all yeah. the speakers. You know, you're not just saying, yeah, I'll show up and maybe it'll work for me. You're like, yeah. I'm doing it. I've worked yeah. way too hard to not have this. You, you almost like made exactly. it be a turning point. By the time you got there, you had already decided something was going to change, right? You might not have known totally. what, but you had worked towards it. Yeah. And I went and I like took full advantage. Like I hosted meetups. I went to meetups. I was like, you know, connecting with people, you know, making sure that I had like contact information so I can connect with them later. Like it was, it, there was definitely a lot of like intention. I probably overdid it a little bit. Like as you go to events like these, you learn like what your actual capacity is to like, but um, yeah, like it, it definitely it's transformational, but you have to act like you have to do something. 
Yep. You know, we have kids. So if I'm at a conference on my own, like half the battle's just getting out of bed, right? I'm like, all oh, right, yeah. I can just sleep a little bit longer. For real. Now, uh, before we let you go, I wanted to ask you what you're most excited about for Camp Indie because you're obviously you're oh, coming my. to speak. And I mean, I'm sure everybody listening, you're getting a sense of the type of people that are going to be there. And I'm already like getting goosebumps and those yeah. same vibes that I've had at uh, certain other conferences. So um, yeah, what are you excited about? Man, what am I not excited about? So first of all, confession, I've never been to camp before. I've never been to like summer camp. So my mom, like we, we didn't have a lot of money, but also my mom was scared of like absolutely everything. So we didn't go anywhere. Um, so I am excited to be going to like a summer camp, first of all. And like all the things like, you know, I have, I, it's funny. I heard the last person mention paddle boarding. I like got into that last year. So I'm excited about all the water sports. I absolutely love like being in the, in nature and fire, but mostly I'm excited about meeting new people and being in community because, you know, so much of my work is online. You know, I have an online mastermind and I'm always hanging out on Facebook and Instagram and like all of right. these things, but like being with people in person is like, a whole different thing. Like it just changes the experience. So I'm just, I'm really looking forward to that. And in Connecticut, where I am from. So I'm hey. really excited that y'all are coming to Connecticut. Don't even have to leave your home state, know. you know, just come on over. I'm sure you're in East of it. Cause it's pretty far West. So you'll just come on west of Connecticut. Yeah. So yeah. like it's, it's still a little ways, but Connecticut is so small. So yeah. it's like right up the street. It's fine. Nice. There's going to be a paddle boarding contingent. I, I'm just excited to see how many people get out on the paddle boards, right? As soon as they get there, they run down to the paddle boards. Yeah, yeah. All get really up, have a great conversation over the paddle boards. Awesome. <laughs> Trudy, thank you so much. It's going to be an absolute pleasure to get to meet you at camp. I'm excited that we get to be your first summer camp experience. Yay! Uh, I'm so excited. It's going to be great. It is going to be awesome. We're and I know to have that you there. We are. We are. And I know that some people just said, someone just said, this chick's rad. I just bought my ticket to camp. Uh, I think it was Christina. Yes! So there you go. There you go. Um, I can't wait to you. <laughs> uh, thank you so much, Trudy. We really, uh, we can't thank you enough for taking the time out to come today, but also to take time a weekend out. We know it's hard for all, everyone to make it. You know, there's always so much to do, especially in the beginning of June. Um, so thank you so much for uh, deciding to come to Camp Indy and be one of our speakers there. We couldn't thank you enough for that. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Thanks, Trudy. Awesome. Thank you, Trudy. Yeah. We'll see you soon. All right, see ya.